Hello, welcome to another episode of Podcast of the Damned. I'm Damon. Hey everyone, it's Ed. And this is Audra. And we are back. Yay. It's been a while. It's been a long while. Last time we did a podcast was the premiere night of Halloween. Now it's on DVD. Yeah. (laughs) So it's been that long. Sorry folks, we're going to try and make this a monthly podcast. And uh, like... Um, the keyword so, being try. Yeah. Yeah. I think lives. we can do it. I think we can do it, but we got lives, and two of the three of us have kids. And, and I live across the river in Kentucky. Yeah, Ed and I are in Portland. I'm in Southwest properties in Southeast proper. So we're all spread out. And you work graveyard, he you guys. Works graveyard. Yeah, we work. We're and, in I, the the night. and I work kind of a, a swing one to eight. So, yeah. <laughs> so we're just kind of all over the place. But uh, we're back. Yeah, we're together now. We're t- like form like Voltron, and now we're, <laughs> now we're the podcast. I'm uh, the brain. Yeah. Uh, I don't want it. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's start with uh, since we talk horror, all things horror. What have you been watching? We'll go with, you know what? We'll go with, yeah, we'll go with what you've been watching since the last time. And then we'll talk about what you've been reading. So uh, I'll let you start, Audra. Any horror you've been watching since the last time we met? Um, Saw each other? I watched the Vatican tapes. Was that any good? It, it was, yeah, it wasn't like awesome. It was rather predictable. Mm-hmm. I, you know me. I, I'm not. You've seen me fall asleep watching The Exorcist, so you know. You yeah. know it's not something that I find like creepy. Um, and the exorcism movies are all just. It's the same fucking trope. Well, you the know. first one's good. I'll stick to that one. Right. Oh, but, hands down. Yeah, but, but overall, <clears throat> um, the script was pretty decent, although predictable when did this come out i've never heard of this i think it was uh i think it was this year i think this it's year if it, it is the uh it's an amazon prime prime original oh, yeah i have that so maybe okay. i'll check it is it worth checking out yeah okay it's not it's not something fabulous but it's not it's a decent movie um the production value is good um the acting is decent it's just really really predictable oh Sounds mike like... opinions in it and uh jimon hansu who's that something you know jimon hansu oh yeah gary dance oh oh they're big time actors in yeah. There. yeah wow so okay. the acting's good yeah and the production value's good okay and and it the the demon creepiness i yeah. mean they did the makeup's good the effects are good it just the story to me was just Predictable. It right? had been done. It sounds like fold-in laundry movie or yeah, it's something you don't really need to pay attention to. Yeah. Okay. All right. Play okay. Angry Birds while you're watching it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I try not to do that. I'm a big Sudoku guy, and I try not to do that while I'm watching a movie. But the smartphones are just like get away from me. Yeah. I last just last night I was watching. Uh, well, we'll just go tip for, let's go back. We'll go through everything you've been watching, and then we'll just go down the line. So what else have you been watching? Well, then there was that movie I was telling you about, and I can't freaking remember the name of the one where it's the uh, cop that ends up getting um, duty in the morgue because she's had 
Last shift. Yeah, last, last shift. shift. Thank one. you. We we talked about that yeah, a long yeah. time ago. I liked it. Yeah, it's not bad. The acting was, mm. but then I also watched the after, um, extra, talking about the makeup and interviewing the girl that played the dead girl that had been possessed that died during an ex. ex- exorcism okay uh-huh. that girl was a contortionist so those scenes where she's doing the spider crawl yeah that's her doing it it's not cgi i've noticed good horror movies always hire somebody like a dancer yeah like yeah perfect example remember that movie uh mama yeah that's right that, that was not i just assumed that, that that was a cgi ghost the only thing that was cgi was the hair that was an actual person making those movements. Yeah, that was creepy. It was I, a man. They and, dressed him up. And as while a woman. it was extremely predictable, right, as is the aforementioned exorcism movies tend to be, mm-hmm. um, even when you knew it was coming, it was still so fucking creepy, mm-hmm. and it was well shot. And I liked, even though you're like, oh, because. I don't know. I'm sure you and I are the same way. Uh-huh. You're sitting there watching it, watching it, going, "Okay, there's going to be a jump scare in a minute." Just judging by the what, what, yeah. right, and the, and, and you're silence. like, "There's going to be a jump scare," and you see it, and if it makes you jump, you're like, "Fuck yeah!" Right? <laughs> you get angry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but if you but it, this wasn't like that. This was like I saw it coming, and I and I had like a little inner like, "Ooh, ooh, that was ooh, goddamn!" Right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like when she's coming through the elevator, and the light, it. I just that was like okay, okay. <laughs> it's been a while. We did that one a while ago. Yeah, it was a couple years ago. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. And remember and the makeup, that. like that wasn't CGI. That was all hand done, latex and airbrushed, like makeup where that where she was all burned, mm-hmm. and they even like changed the wounds. And you know because when she first came in, she pulled out of the drawer, she was healed a little bit more. Yeah. So, you should watch the extras sometimes. All right. So, the last shift then, huh? Pretty good? The the acting was bad. The dialogue was... mm. I didn't like it as much as Ed or you did. I I felt... uh, Well, I liked... I appreciated the way it looked, the way it was shot, and the effects were all great. But it was like... It was just meh for me. It wasn't bad. I would never say it was bad. It was just, it was just, no, oh, no, oh, that was a movie. I think I agree with you because I, I saw it, but I barely remember it. Like, I, like it just, I saw it, okay, whatever, I'd make room for something else. Yeah, well, it's acting, like it wasn't, I wasn't mad at it, but it was just, it was the, just, okay. The acting was average. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, yeah, yeah, it was okay. Yeah. Right. But the girl that played the dead girl, that's what did it for me. That's what I thought you really she, liked. I need, I need to check it out again. <coughs> Just for that scene. Yeah, girl. well, and I just, it was just, even though you knew the creepiness was coming, uh-huh. they st- I was like, yeah, right on, okay. <laughs> so, um, I haven't watched a lot of horror. Um, this will be my last entry because it took me a while to get through it. I've been watching Justified. That's not horror. No. <laughs> That's that, that Timp- Timphony, uh, Timothy Oliphant. Oliphant, yeah. yeah. Shucks, he plays man. like a He's a sheriff, Texas... Mar- right? He's a marshal. What's he's the, the, what's the premise of that show? Basically... No, he's in Kentucky. Kentucky. Basically, <laughs> he grew up in this little county called Harlan, Kentucky. Harlan. Basically, uh, moonshining 
old school moonshining settlement. He grew up there. His father was one of the the town um, criminals, like I petty petty theft and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. growing and drug drug dealing and stuff like that. Beat his mom, um, so he went off and became a marshal. Ended up in Miami. Um, pissed off enough people that worked there higher up and then got reassigned to Kentucky, Kentucky. his old town, because they need to get rid of the organized crime. And in there's... Kentucky? Yeah. Oh, well, be, <laughs> no. How bad could it be? Yeah, just leave according it. According to this... Billy Joe took... According... Seven, no, there was, like, large-scale... beer. Well, <laughs> okay, first of all, they've got... Do you know who Walton Goggins is? Uh-uh. Okay. Walton Goggins is the guy on... The Nerd Talk Apocalypse, they always say he looks like he he said the word nigger before like a bunch of times. Oh, oh he, <laughs> I don't remember that. I remember, he I never says it, it in the series. However, the first season, he's a straight up hillbilly who likes to ro- who works in the coal mine by day and likes to rob banks by blowing shit up. Okay. I'm looking him up for you. Okay. And he's got hey, fucking swastika. He's a total... He's, like, doing the whole white supremacy thing because he's getting these henchmen in the in the fucking Aryan Nation kids to do all his dirty work for him. Oh, so he's just using them. Right. <laughs> but he went the whole mile and got the fucking huge-ass swastika. And he's just straight up... Oh, my God. And... and That's not a good idea. I, li- I like that act. I like Walton Goggins. I've liked oh, him in a lot of his... He like, the, the vice principals. It's hilarious. He, oh, yeah. With Danny McGree? Mm-hmm. With that McBride, guy. McBride. Yeah, McBride. He was in that Predator movie. He was mm-hmm. the guy, the prisoner. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, Walton, Gog- Walton Goggins was in uh, The Hateful Eight. He was opposite Samuel Jackson. That's <laughs> right. They picked up Sam and... What's the actor named? Kurt Russell picked him up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What are you doing out here? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I can see that maybe. <laughs> I so, like Walton Goggins. He was also the cop in uh, House with a Thousand Corpses. Got shot yeah, in the head. Oh, yep, that's yep. been a while. That long pause, that yeah. long tracking shot. And throughout the series, his character goes in various different avenues. I don't know. I got hooked on it. Um, I like some cop shows. Basically, I think it's what Texas Walker Ranger was trying to do. Yeah. My, that's my, what I my, thought was my little sister used to love that show. Today's so. <laughs> Texas Ranger. It it sucked all of my roommates in. Oh really? All of us. <laughs> and you know, I'm having to explain to them because they're not watching them in the sequential order. They're watching them as I'm watching them. And then I'm like, they're like, what? What's going on with Ava now? And I'm like, they're like, wasn't she fucking Raylan? And I'm like, yeah, but now, <laughs> but now she's fucking Crowder. She's like, he's like, wait, wait. Didn't she shoot her husband, who was Crowder's little oh brother? My God. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, this is great, isn't it? You know? <laughs> that is a soap opera, huh? Fucking a, and people are getting shot and blown up, and, and it's like Game of Thrones almost level of like people who's cheating who. Sam Elliott's in it without a mustache. What? They got that. Sam Elliott to shave the stash for this. Ugh, I don't want that. Speaking of that, I was going to watch tonight. I wish I, I was trying to watch it last night, but I just was just too late. And I was I knew I would have fell asleep. Uh, it was a Sam Elliott movie called The Man Who Killed Hitler and Then the Bigfoot. How was that? I, I know. I'm going to watch it tonight. Okay. I'm going to watch That's it tonight. That's what I want to see, too. I want to see that. Um, 
All right, so yeah, what was it? Uh, justified. Yeah, justified. Okay. What about you, Edward? What have you been watching? Uh, I think you've been you've been watching a lot, even more than me. I think. I for fun. This was for fun. I watched uh, <laughs> the Cult of Chucky, oh, which is God. the news chapter. The news chapter. Yeah. Oh, so God. Chucky figures out on the computer that he can plant his soul in other things. So Andy, because the he has a Andy. microchip from the eighties. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait! So the original Andy is in this? Yeah. Is he like in his thirties now? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. So I he, might want to watch it just to see that. Yeah, he's in it. He <laughs> he in the I had the one before this one. He somehow the actual Chuck. kid. Yeah. Oh wow. The, okay. He's an adult now. Um, yeah. But he's got the head of Chucky, the original Chucky, and he tortures it once in a while and talks to it because <laughs> is he still in it? He's still- yeah. Brad Dorf d- uh, does a voice and everything, and Chucky talks to him and fucks with him a little bit. Uh-huh. And then, but like I said, Chucky learned how to pass his soul and other things, like so he multiply. So the cult of Chucky. Gotcha. And uh, so then his daughter, Brad Dorf's daughter, or something Dorf, I forgot her name, is in it, and she looks just like her dad. But she's in the asylum before murdering quotation murdering her uh, family. Mm-hmm. But of course, she didn't do it. Chucky did it. And right. so there now there's like three Chuckies running around this asylum knocking off people and whatnot. Like I said, it's it's for fun. Um, I don't know if I could do it. Yeah, it's like it's not for everybody. But I like Chucky. He's just fun he's just a fun slasher. I, I have never <clears throat> been afraid of Chucky. Oh, I'm not I mean, either. I mean, nor and, 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 nor, and, and and let let me get, preface this with I don't need a, a horror movie to scare me per uh-huh. se. And, you know, there's a lot of horror movies I like, and I, I'm probably, everything I've seen, maybe 5% of those actually are like, eh, I don't want to watch this by myself. It's, you know, so I've seen yeah. a lot. Especially the more and more you but watch. But I'm just, yeah, but, so it doesn't have to scare me to be a good horror movie, but it has to have horror elements that are, I can, I don't know, believe a little bit. I, I just, know. The, the whole Demented Doll thing. I'd kick the shit out of a doll. And the way that you, like, I'm trying to remember. I mean, one I could kill. beat up my daughter. She's eight, <laughs> and I could beat the shit out of her like if I really the, put well, my put my put my uh, you know heart into it. So a doll that's even smaller than her, I just can't be afraid of. But it's well, inhabited he, by a demon spirit, right? Serial killer. Serial killer. Spirit. Yeah, but it's a serial killer well, right. that's like three pounds. Yeah, but it's <laughs> no, it's the supernatural. Power of the evil of the serial killer. He always soul. no no. He always gets you when you're down. Like one of the kills he's do, they strap this insane woman down to a table so she can't move, and Chucky gets her, and then he either sneaks up behind you. And one kill, the woman asks her to ask him to kill her, and he does. So he he sets up traps. He gets you when you're down, and then kills you. He's not like Michael Myers that runs up to you. Yeah. Hey, I'm here. There's nothing well, you gotta like do in, now. Well, Michael Myers is fucking giant. Yeah. Right. He'll choke slam you and stab you, but Chucky is not giant. No, but Chucky would try to put you in a trap or something. I still like it. I'll stand up for it. Hey, you know what? You want to fight? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any trouble. Um, I tried. I've been watching the Train to Busan. Ah, dude, I haven't yeah. finished it. I haven't finished it. Okay, how far are you? Um, the the outbreak started on the train. The smart pregnant woman is like 
splashing water on the window door and putting newspapers up. Oh, so you just got it. Yeah, so it's good so far, but I haven't finished it. I really like that movie. Yeah, we did did a a podcast on it. I'm definitely going to finish it. A Netflix and chill uh, uh, that's inside a segment on the um, Black Nerd Radio. Uh, We did, uh, I've been playing a game, a horror game called Dead by Daylight that's been out since 2016. And it hit like they had a, like a, a dozen original slasher monsters, but since on since it's grown, they get licenses. So you get, so there's four survivals and one killer, like slasher killer. Mm-hmm. They throw you in a map. You play it's all you know live players. The four survivals have to start five generators and get through the exit door, and the slasher has that much time to get all of them and hook them and sacrifice them. So yeah, so the first couple of years they had their original guys, but then they got popular and got licensed. So you could be like Freddy Krueger and Leatherface and Michael Myers and the Saul lady with the pig mask and the big black jacket. <laughs> oh, I forget her name. Yeah, I, I, I blank on that one. And then of course they have their counterpart, like for Michael, it's Laurie Strode and Freddy Krueger's Nancy, blah blah blah. So. Oh, cool. Um, I, I haven't played the survival yet. I just want to be Michael Myers running around. <laughs> I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. Um, I definitely give it credit. If you haven't tried it, it's a fun slasher. And I'm nervous also to be a survivor a little bit because then you have all these monsters. And you, yeah, you don't. You have, like, you're just totally vulnerable. Yeah, and you got to fix generators, and then they, they test you too. So you got to hit the button just right. And if you don't hit it just on time... The ex- generator explode and alert like Michael Myers where you are. So I'll just oh they're over there. I want to walk over there and get you now. So, Nerd. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. I like it though. Um, but you me saw that Kane Hodder documentary. Yes, which I really enjoyed. That guy really went to hell. Yeah, that guy had bit. a he had a rough life. I mean, I mean, it, it, it kind of made me want to revisit. Uh, oddly enough, our movie of the night is Friday the Thirteenth. I did revisit one of them. 2080 versus uh, Friday the Thirteenth, 2009. But um, it kind of made you like appreciate the movies a little more when you kind of followed, you know, his life for me. Oh, I get what you. So like when he caught caught on fire and got burnt and had to spend the hospital for. Six yeah, I just like it made me want to revisit all his all his stuff. Yeah, you know. He put up a lot. Did you watch it at all? No, she doesn't even know oh, about right. it. Um, yeah, he got burned up for uh, in a bad... Kane Hodder, he played uh, Jason. Jason in the Friday the 13th movies. And like four Kay. of them. Which, yeah, four or five. <coughs> it was about four. He did uh, Seven, Manhattan, um, He Goes to Hell, Jason Goes to Hell, and Jason X. Oh, Oh yeah, and he it was big because on uh, Jason versus or Freddy versus Jason, everyone thought he was going to play Jason, but at the last minute, I guess the producers or somebody decided no, let's hire somebody else to play Jason. So a lot of people, he was really a Kane Hunter was really upset about it. Yeah, the the Jason that you know, you know, with all the movements and just the walking and just that's all Kane Hunter's influence. Yeah, he brought like character to Jason. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know, and um, which I was upset when I found about Freddy versus Jason that he wasn't going to be in it. That felt kind of weird because he just literally just played him four times in a row. So why not use him? It's not like he got skipped. Yeah. You know, so maybe one day they'll do it. Maybe. All right. Well, anything else? Um, 
I think that's it. Yeah, you falling asleep, Audrey? No, I'm massaging. <laughs> I'm massaging my oh. the back of my neck. <laughs> your eyes are just looking up, and your eyes oh. are closed. Like, oh, we are. I'm sorry, are we boring you? <laughs> no, I've got my thumb in my suboccipitals because oh. I've like haven't had a massage in a while. All right, nerd. <laughs> well, um, I've been watching quite a bit, actually. Um, I'll just start off the top. I saw the most recent thing I watched a horror was Us. Um, the latest uh, from Jordan Peele. Uh, the uh, second, so- I guess, sophomore effort. What would you give it five stars out of five stars? Uh, I'd give it a... Uh, I'd give it a... Th- <laughs> yeah, think well, it's one of those movies that you're all constantly thinking about, and it wasn't like um, you know, family of family runs up against uh, their doppelgangers, uh-huh. and um, uh, it's pretty much survived the night because they got their 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 uh, their doppelgangers are trying to kill them, and then they you know they're trying to leave there this beach town and and. There's a couple of big reveals of okay. why they're there, why they're doing what they're doing, and on what scale. And is this a movie you could watch again and like pick up new? Absolutely, things? Okay. like like Get Out. Okay. What I liked about Get Out is like it was one of those movies that it was layers. You could you yeah, can watch it multiple Out, times. It yeah, times. and then you're like, oh, that makes sense. And like like with the cotton in the ears. The and cotton. Like, and this one is one of definitely one of those movies that's layered. Uh-huh. And granted, I think I figured out I figured out like the big reveal probably thirty seconds before it actually happened. But it didn't mean it didn't wasn't like it didn't make it bad or ruin anything. It was it was one of those movies that is layer after layer and you you're dry on the drive home you're thinking about it. Okay, that's good. That's always a good movie to enjoy. I'm, yeah. I definitely want to check it out. It's it's really good and um like Get Out, there is a little bit of social commentary in there. Yeah. But it's really more of a straight up horror film. You would say horror, not thriller? No, this is definitely oh, horror. horror. Okay. There are some brutal kills in this. <laughs> With scissors, right? You were saying? Yeah, yeah. So. And um, what um, what I like about it is like this one, you know, like in Get Out, being black was part of the story. It was like actually like the plot it was like the reason yeah it was you know but uh this one is just horrific shit that's happening to a family that happens to be black there's it's not really a race thing it could have been any other it could have been any other thing in fact you know slight spoiler okay uh there's some white people and some shit happens to them so yeah the trailer kind of shows a little bit the exact thing happened to them so so it's really not that's not about race Damn. It's okay. more about it, but there are some social things going on in it. All right, that sounds but good. I, I'd give it a four out of five. All I right. really liked it. I'm Jordan buying. Peele, it. Uh, hit the hit the jackpot again. Yes, I okay. yeah, I think so. Good. Um, I know he's doing Twilight. Yeah. So. Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. I'm sorry. Twilight. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. There's a huge fucking difference. Yeah. <laughs> um. One thing I did watch that I like, uh, I didn't think I was going to, uh, look, sounds like a uh, family's home. Yep. Um, I, uh, I watched Happy Death Day to You. I still haven't seen any of them, but I wanted to see the first one. Now, 
the first Happy Death Day was pretty good. It was one of those movies where you went ex- not expecting much, and it actually exceeded my expectations. I actually, Mar- I remember when this movie, when that first one first came out. I remember the trailers. It was kind of cheesy. Yeah, it looked kind of cheesy. And um, Marcel and I, my other podcast, Black Nerd Radio, it's on this feed, so you know this already. <laughs> but um, I, w- I went, you know, I, it, was, it came out right when I got the movie pass. And movie pass was, well, at least when it first came out, you can go to a movie a day. For ten dollars a month, it was a pretty month. sweet deal. Back yeah, twenty then. bucks a month. Yeah, that was a sweet deal. Yeah, and uh, so I went and saw it, and I went, "Hey, sweetie P, uh, like, I am recording. It's okay. <laughs> you have to yell at her. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're recording right now, uh, and my daughter just walked in the room. Uh, sweetie, I'm having. Well, do you need something? I'm gonna have to cut this part out now. <laughs> Okay, okay. I'll see you in a little... Well, you can if you want, but uh, you have to be real quiet. Real quiet. Okay, now now I'm back on. <laughs> I'm going to have to edit all that out. Um, what was I babbling about? Oh, man, brain fart. Um, oh, happy death day to you. Okay, so Marcel and I... So, we got the, uh, so it was my job to go see this movie when it first came out, the first one. And I went really to shit on it. But I don't like shitting on something if I don't know what I'm talking about. So you had really low expectations. Absolutely. Then. And I went, it's like, this is going to be a shit show. I had my little notepad. I was like, oh, it's going to suck. I'm just going to tear this movie apart. <laughs> when it was over, I was like, I liked it. I, I, I actually, <laughs> oh. I liked it a lot. It, it exceeded all expectations. So when 2 came, when I saw the trailer for 2, like the first one, the trailer really didn't get me. And I was like, oh, this is probably going to... I hope it's good, you know. Yeah. Because, but, but then again, I went into the first one like this, so I went in expecting to be, you know, to change my mind, and it, and, and it totally did not. It was really, this th- they left it hoping there was going to be a three. There is no way there was going to be a three. They didn't. Make okay, uh, the first one was a PG thirteen horror movie. Granted, mm. it was PG thirteen, but. It's kind of like when you watched um, Insidious. Insidious is PG-13. But it's one of those movies that's like... Is it? Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, it's like, exactly. It didn't need to be more than what it was. Because right. it, it hit all the right buttons. And that's what the first one did for me. Uh, Happy Death Day. It was PG-13 horror. But it didn't really... After watching it, I realized it didn't need to be more than that. And the second one was PG-13? Yeah. But when you... When you do a sequel to a movie you have to stay in the same genre now the first one was a pg-13 but it was still horror it didn't need to be more or less than what it was the second one 100 percent comedy it took a hard right into comedy there is no horror in this movie none and in fact it ends like it's going to go into science fiction because oh, it, it, yeah. So I, it not only is each if they, I don't like if they set that kind of track. Yeah, if they okay. set that kind of groundwork from the first one, thinking oh the sequel could skip genres, then great. But if you're going to make a horror movie, the last thing you want to do is take a hard right and present it as a horror movie, and it is no horror in it. I mean, it literally. 
is a... Okay, this is how much of a shift it is. There is a there's a scene where the, the our our hero from the first movie yeah, ends up being put in a position lady. to where she has to die multiple times to figure out, you know, who the killer is. Yeah. Just like that Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there was but she's doing it on purpose because she has to like, all right, I know I have new information and, and then she gets killed. So she goes into all these situations knowing she doesn't know how. She just knows it's going to happen. There's a scene where she gets electrocuted. She wakes up and her hair's all, all sticking out and smoking. Uh-huh. No, that was... I saw that in the trailer. I was like, well, that can't... There's got to be an explanation for that because this is a horror movie. What happened? It, went, it was no explanation. She got electrocuted and that's just how she woke up. It took a hard right okay. into comedy. There was a... There was a I was in a the theater. I looked to my left when that scene happened, and the guy looked at me like, "What the fuck is this?" Complete strangers on the exact same, you know. We were never met this guy, but we both were thinking the exact same things. Like, <laughs> what the hell are we watching? <laughs> yeah, it was so. It, it, it couldn't have been any worse than I anticipated. So it sounds like you recommend the first one. Absolutely, first okay. one solid. Second one garbage. Don't right. even give it the time of day. And in fact, it ends... I'm just going to ruin it. It ends with them... <laughs> Fuck it. It's a government conspiracy that made some kind of collider that accidentally grabs certain people and make them repeat the day over and over again. And so you find that out in the second one. And then they're, they're like, well, we want to... You know, is there someone we can put this on next? Because there's government... It has yeah. this total government thing. And so it's, it sets up who's going to be going through it. And it's another character, a minor character from the first and second movie it, it i was like good luck with that with that fucking uh with it sounded that like sequel. it went x-files a little bit it did and it was but it wasn't even good it wasn't <laughs> even good it went straight comedy and then at the very last two scenes it gets into science fiction it was All right. just what One, garbage how, how many stars does it give it half one half out of five sounds like garbage it's i i don't recommend it okay that was good all right um, it was on Netflix. It just became uh, available on Netflix, so I rewatched it. It uh, was the autopsy of Jane Doe. I saw the end of that. My roommates were watching it, and I saw the end of it. Um, upstairs, you can't go that one. That was Felicia's. Ed's going to the restroom, so it's just Audra and I now. Go ahead. Sorry, uh, I I didn't I didn't ca- I like got home from work as mm-hmm. they were finishing it. And so I just saw the very end of it, and I was like, it made me want to watch it. I just haven't been in the mood to watch it yet. Yeah, it's very, it's very good. It's one of those movies where I, again, I had low expectations, but I ended up really liking it. And it's it's basically three characters for the three, yeah, three characters for most of the movie, mm-hmm. and then a couple people get added in later, but. But uh, this, this this father and son run, run this mortuary, uh, and uh, they get this body that the police want them to do an autopsy on because they couldn't, you know, they couldn't really figure out um, how she died. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, I don't want to give too much away, but they they sl- over the course of the movie they're finding bit by bit of this weird stuff they can't explain. Mm-hmm. And when they get to the final, well. Everything it has to be what we think this is, 
and then shit gets really crazy after that. It was really good. It's one of those movies I didn't like. Was, Twin Peaks crazy or? <laughs> I get does it, it's a you know it's a supernatural movie. Okay. But I don't want to give away the big reveal. Okay. But the, you'll figure it out slowly because they you'll figure it out when with them when they told slowly piece together what's going on. It's really good, and you know the guy, the dad is played by um, uh, what is his name? He was in. He played. He always plays it. He was the original Hannibal Lecter. Um. Um. Mm, what is his name? And from Night from Manhunter, not from Science of the Lambs. I know. I'm. I can picture his face, and he was also in soap operas. Yeah, he's and in the ring. Uh, what was his name? The American version ring. Brian Cox. Oh, I love Brian Cox. Yeah, he Manhunt. Yeah, I love yeah. that video game. Oh, I wasn't talking about that. I was talking. Oh, okay. He was he was in the Autopsy of Jane Doe. Okay, you gotta see that movie. I, I strongly recommend it. And it's I, on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Okay. It just became available on Netflix. Netflix. So that's that. Um, this uh, isn't very um, horror, but it was something I just recently watched. Also, the Motley Crue docudrama. I watched part of it, but we were watching it late, and I had to go to bed, so I got about as far as. Um, Heather Locklear leaving. Oh, you Tommy. got towards close to the end. Yeah, you only got about a half hour left. Yeah, Is it good okay. I was. I, I, I don't think so. No. Okay, I haven't watched. Let me put this way. I was. I was a Motley Crue fan as a kid. Yeah, they got some. They got okay, good music. But I wasn't like an uber nerd, like super fan. I right. just enjoyed their music. Yeah. Okay. And I lived in Boise, so it's not like I got a lot of information about anything outside <laughs> kind of, of cut off right okay but i mean that was the first concert i ever went to i was 14 and Ooh, my wow and my mom shouted devil he shouted the devil. the devil he opened for ozzy they opened for oh, ozzy wow. yeah. so i was 14 and my mom let my one of my girlfriends and i go to the boise stadium boise state stadium and amphitheater and or not amphitheater but concert venue uh-huh. and see them and we had like nosebleed seats but we didn't care yeah and um so while i was watching that movie all it made me do is lose absolute complete respect for all of the band members well here's the thing with that movie i mean it, it, i was a big fan when i was of the earlier stuff too and as i got older i became less and less of a fan right mm-hmm. and i really don't like nikki six but the movie the movie isn't good it's very much like like they break the fourth wall all the time well that is not that that doesn't bother me in fact that yeah. that was one of the few things that that was a good plot point to like skip ahead certain things right just it, it just the way the story. It, yeah but it's just not a good story and it's very much from there it, it's almost like it's based on a book the dirt which is uh-huh. Nikki Six wrote and oh, he it's and, not, okay I thought all it the was characters an outside perspective of the no show. no but and it's so it's okay perfect example there's a scene where they play at a biker bar uh-huh. the very first show is Motley Crue and some guy like spits on them and they all with the exception of Mick Mars, they all jump into the audience and start fighting these bikers. Yeah. And then they beat the bikers up, and then they hop back on stage, and then they start playing. 
and the bikers accept him. You know, it's like, oh, these guys are awesome. It's like we're so badass, we can't help but be awesome. That kind of fucking attitude. Damn, that kind of ego. Yeah. Well, (laughs) and then there's there's a scene. There's a and there's like they they like certain facts are fast tracked, which I get because it's a movie. But like, you know, like there, (laughs) like um, there's a scene where. Nikki Six is having sex with the manager's wife, uh-huh. and they it don't ever address it. Yeah, I mean, well, the, 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 man, murder, the right? manager's <laughs> wife, act, the manager is actually um, what's his name? Um, he's SNL. He just got dumped by Ariana Grande. Oh, ah, uh, uh, I know. Pete he's, Davidson. He's now dating like Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, yeah, Jeez. and this fucking just falls backwards into that. that I know. Oh, <laughs> rebound. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he plays the boss, or he plays their manager, and he's like, you know, oh, I found out that he was sleeping with my wife years later. But it, it, like, there's a scene where Tommy Lee punches his first wife, his first fiance. Oh, thank you, sweetie. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. My daughter just brought me dinner. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> um. Okay, so I thank you. So, uh, um, so, um, so where, where was the dirt? Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Folks. No way. <laughs> You're not <laughs> okay. So, um, it, it was just, it was just very, you know. Oh, yes. Tommy Lee smacks his wife around. They never address it. He kicks her off. The, they don't even talk about it again. It never gets brought up again. It's just a lot of fast track. Of, well, yeah. and the the guy that played Mick Mars was did he, he was from Game of Thrones. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was Ramsey Bolton. Oh, yeah. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he was awful, awful, awful. He was. He was awful. the guy with the dogs. He'd feed people to his dogs. Oh. At the battle of the bastards. Oh. And okay. at the end, he got. He yeah, they both. Oh, okay. That big battle scene that was like. He and then he gets eaten by his dogs. They won't eat me. I'm their master. Yep. No, they're hungry, boots. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right, so dirt doesn't sound that great. Okay. And it's like a it's like a lifetime movie with some, you know, profanity. It's no fucking some, Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, which I was still, I, I which was better, but that also had some had same kind of. Oh, okay. Here's another thing that bothers me. I've mentioned oh, this on another go. podcast. Well, this is something that bothered me about the dirt, and it bothered me about Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, like, and it also bothered me about um, the um, the NWA biopic. Okay. In the dirt, there's you know one of the big songs was "Home Sweet Home." Uh-huh. And there is a there's a big scene where there's a scene where Tommy Lee's like practicing and he's like one note off and he plays it and he's like mm, I don't know if this is right you know and then, and then like the very next scene that he's practicing the song it becomes you know just perfectly oh. okay kind of like when NWA like oh uh, you know. Straight out of Compton, you saw that movie? No, no, I didn't see that. Oh fuck! I don't it... watch music uh, movies. Like I didn't see. You see Bohemian Rhapsody? No. Okay, well, there's I'm, a because scene. They're all there's same a similar. To me. There's a similar scene where uh, he's kind of half-ass, one note off, playing. Uh-huh. Um, um, what's what's their major? Uh, their big uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. He's playing the beginning of that, and it's and like he's trying he, to figure it out. Yeah, but it's okay. like one try. One note off, two tries, one note off, third try, 
Oh, it's perfect. We got a yeah. But wait, wait, wait. In in their defense, I've heard Alex practicing tunes for his gig. Okay, because we've got that piano downstairs, and he'll put it on a YouTube video, and he'll play it, and then he'll listen to the video, and then he'll play it perfectly. That is something entirely different. Alex is learning a song by mimicking what right. he's hearing. These are songs that are supposed to be written out of nowhere. I don't know. They're not, I they're think, not listening to it I and think repeating within, it. I they're, think, they're writing it as we're watching. I think within three tries, he might be able to come up. I it's just it's uh, that, oh, yeah. piano I, is a very difficult instrument. I I'm not a piano player, but I've been around enough. I don't I don't I'm not buying that three tries and you have this iconic hit. Even in even in Purple Rain, the whole movie he wrote one song, and then you watched him construct it over time. And it wasn't even all well, his. It was a little bit of his dad's song, a little bit of Wendy Elisa, and he incorporated. I just, I need more. Okay, prop, in, okay, another example. Like in um, the NWA biopic, they end up putting together um, Nothing But a G Thing. Uh-huh. That, that was a massive summer hit song. They like in a matter of two minutes, they had the whole song written. Well, okay, this is my argument. This is my argument is that they're just showing you when they pick it up. You don't really know how long they were practicing. Do you really think they could make a movie of the six hours they sat there There smoking weed and drinking and trying to come up with a basically multiple songs? Yeah, there are ways to convey that time is gone. Purple Rain is one song, so they had time. Well. Maybe uh, the NWA and be home. Uh, the Queen I would even movie. I would even take a montage of a fucking montage. Uh, of of building up a song. But I hate I just hate that single shot. One two ah there it is a hit and it's a iconic hit. I just it well, doesn't matter either way. I thought the dirt was not that great and it I, was okay. And but, I have cut back like I said uh, watching music. Movies of bands mm-hmm. are all the same thing. The last one was Charles Ray. Ray Charles. Yeah, that was a great movie. With though. Jamie Fox. So that I haven't a... watched that one yet. Ray. God damn. Yet. <laughs> it's almost fifteen years yeah, old. Yeah, pretty old. Dude, when it came out, where was I living when it came out on You've a rock? You've been here the... five years. You've been. I know. You it's been, been, been. Dude, I was there eight years. I'm still catching up, bro. <laughs> That's a good one. But after that, because all these band movies are all the same cookie cutters to me. And, like, I love Queen. They have great songs, but it's like, I'll see the movie later, maybe. Or watch yeah. something else. Um, another one I was watching. Uh, that one, all that one wasn't horror, but that was just one I saw. Um, I revisited uh, two things. Upgrade. I watched that again. <sighs> okay, I saw that, too. That was Lincoln. a... I really liked that movie. Yeah, two thumbs up. I would give that a four out of five stars. Yeah, me too. Because... And the ending was... I won't spoil it, how good it was. But, it was but the a, ending was good. It was a bummer, too. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll say that much. It was a fucking but bummer. It it was Bloomhouse again, which they always nail they, it out they of the really park. They really know what they're doing. Yeah, left and right with them with the movie I mean, they, qualities. they'll have missteps, like, you know, uh, Happy Death Day 2 was, yeah, was but, Bloomhouse. But... I'd say the vast majority of anything coming out of there is going to be solid. And they're coming out with that Maul movie, which I, I sent you the trailer for that, mm-hmm. which seems... Uh, what is her name? She's an Oscar winner. Yeah, she was in, like, The Help and she was also, Bad Santa. She was also... I loved The Help. 
love that movie. Shit pie. Yeah, she was a shit pie lady. (laughs) She was also in Halloween 2, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Oh, yeah, she was a nurse who got murdered. Murdered. That's a. And the Bloomhouse did uh, the new Halloween movie, Mm -hmm. which nailed it out of the park. They made Uh, tons of money off that movie. Oh, that's her her name. Octavia Spencer. Yeah, Ma, Ma. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like you know, a, a creepy, she plays a creepy lady who wants to hang out with young white kids. And they, they look like kids. they're all kids of people she went to school with. That's, oh, is that what you got? Well, that's what I was gathering from the trailer. Because um, two of the people, like uh, Juliette Lewis was one of the girl's moms. And, uh-huh. and she's like, I went to school with her. And then there's, there's some boy that she was hanging on. And she went to school with his father. She said, "You look just like your daddy." I was like, "Ew, that's creepy." All right, I got to rewatch that so you, trailer. It looks—I mean, it's Bloomhouse. I'll give it. A I'm chance. gonna it's, give it a try. It's, it's different. It, that's what's it's the key. So different. It could be left or right. It could be bad or good. So mm-hmm. I'll give Bloomhouse is given good horror movies. Agreed. Um, another one. Uh, <laughs> this is like I've always joked about this. It's kind of a guilty pleasure of mine because I am so not the demographic, but. I've been revisiting, uh, watching old seasons of Supernatural. Uh, I didn't get into yes. that. Do you like that? I can't wait. We'll see. I, season I, 15 is just around the corner. <coughs> and it's the last season. And it's the last season. season. They're, leave, they're hanging it up. I, You know, it's a guilty pleasure of mine, too. And, it's so and really, it's so silly. And really, I'm watching it for Jensen. You're Ackles. watching it because you 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 flip your bean to <laughs> Jensen Dean. Ackles. I want some Ackles. I just like the soup, silly little demon stories, and uh, I don't know. It's you know. Well, it's it's, it's kind a of CW <laughs> show. <laughs> and it, but it's just I don't know. It's just fun. I haven't seen season 14 yet because really? I don't have regular TV. I don't either. Is that on Netflix? I thought it was Not, on Netflix. But it's on Netflix. Is it Not on Netflix? Yet. No, because I just looked. Oh, really? I remember seeing it. Maybe it was. But I thought I thought season fourteen was when they they're riding around with um, that uh, the the Antichrist. <laughs> oh, oh just running okay. Around so with so then I have season. Oh. Yeah, you. That's season fourteen. Okay, so I guess I am current. Yeah, we're all caught up. Okay. Um, Netflix, because I don't have you know, I just have. You know, I have Amazon Prime, Hulu Plus, HBO Go, Shutter, which I'm surprised that you don't have. I know. It's when like I get Netflix, more time, it's, it's five bucks a month. It's the Netflix of horror. And I'm still do. I'm, I will get it sooner or later. I've looked it up. I mean, with the price of the coffee you came in here with, oh my you could god, have had a month. You could have had a month of Shutter. Sound like those fucking commercials. <laughs> Won't you please give? Yeah. <laughs> I, it's like price, yeah, for the poor. For the price of a cup of coffee, you could keep a horror director working. I remember. <laughs> I remember Bill Hader. They did a sketch with Bill Hader at SNL where he was in uh, Africa. Just thirty-five cents, and the tribe was like, "Ask for more." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he also like go from people seeing them buy shit that was more expensive? He's like, come on! No, that wasn't it. Oh, that well. was something else. <laughs> well, That's all right. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> what were we talking about, though? Oh, supernatural. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. And how Audrey and I are just like a couple of 14 year old girls. Did you guys watch, watch it? I didn't watch it. My wife watched it, but it's, I, I, I put it in the same categories as this supernatural. But it was shot here around Portland. And it was super grim. 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 Did you guys watch that? My wife. I never got it. into. I it. watched the first, maybe three seasons. I don't remember if I got through the third. Uh huh. Um, 
I liked the first season. Um, I never watched it. I'm just by the end of the second and third season, it was getting a little like it was almost like it was almost like all the writers were like doing cocaine and anything (laughs) they thought of became a plot line and a story arc. I couldn't. I couldn't get into it. Yeah, <laughs> my and, wa- my wife who watches like she watched all the seasons on Netflix, uh-huh. and I've watched episode to episode. I was like, this is so fucking cheesy. I can't watch it. Well, that's the thing. It, that was kind of my feeling too. Cheesy. It was cheesy, yeah. and sometimes I can watch things like yeah. that and get them and enjoy them. But here's the thing: Supernatural is equally cheesy, but I love that. Fuck yeah, that's the <laughs> I don't. Same so thing. I guess it is just, in the same category. I would, oh okay, yeah, yeah, so they, right absolutely. So the people who watch Grimm. I'm almost positive they know I'll introduce or watch Supernatural, Supernatural to my But wife I just then. never could get into Grimm. Oh, no. She will totally like it. Okay. Tell her that the first season starts out kind of rough because they're laying in the foundation. But once they, like, dial it in, then okay, it kinda, it's, you're, you, okay. yeah. First, she will first love season, to, building foundation. Pretty much. And uh, then it hits the ground running. Yeah. Okay. And th- now this is not. This is kind of a. Spoiler. I don't know the last season. They don't spoil it. Crazy, well, she, she will definitely it. love Supernatural. If she okay. likes Grimm, she'll like Supernatural. Next time I see Nancy, I'll we'll talk like a couple fourteen-year-old girls also. About ah, it. Yeah. Oh, what, what is Dean gonna do <laughs> now? Castiel. He's been oh a demon God. so many times. <laughs> get, oh, but she, I almost envy her because there's Castiel's so much. Castiel's gotten on. his grace back, but for how long? I do like it when I hit a show no, really late no. in the season. So then, instead of waiting for each season, I can just do like six seasons in a row, right? And finish it. Stop, Titus. My dog. I kind of did me. that for Game of Thrones. No, Game of Thrones, you have to be consecutive and watch and and sit and look and pay attention. And the more you watch it, it's one of those that the more you watch it, the more you're going to see. Titus! Bed! Sorry. He's going <laughs> to unplug the microphone. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's just going to lay. Lay down. Lay down. Oh, my dog. Sorry, folks. <laughs> just going to have to deal with my dog here. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to be mad because it's just out of love. I know, he's just so cute. Oh, Titus. He's 100 pounds of cute. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Oh, Alright, buddy. Thanks Anything for Anything else you uh, checked out, Damon? Yes. Um, sorry. God damn. You want me to hold that for you? You can hold that for me. <laughs> That's what she said. He's trying. <laughs> he's trying to keep his food away from yeah. the dog. Yeah, it looks like a Philly cheesesteak. And the dog is a considerably masked creature. <laughs> Very masked. Don't don't pull on that. Ed. You're registering for. Set. Okay. Just keep it still. Um, sorry. I'm gonna have to cut all that shit out. Um, <laughs> no, I think that's everything. Uh, as far as what I've been watching, I'll take that pin though. I don't want to reach down there and grab it. <laughs> Come on, big boy. So, for tonight, um, we're going to... I think this is something we're going to do per every episode. Uh, we'll have a movie, and we'll pair it up with a movie that... Uh, we'll take an old movie and a new movie. And a reboot. And a, a reboot, reboot yeah. and we'll pair them against each other. Which, unfortunately, there's so many... Reboots. I'm not a fan of rebooting something in general because there are so many goddamn scripts out there that, that aren't, aren't being, that, that aren't being produced. 
well, because they're going with what's marketable and rebooting something. They're trying to make that cheddar. Yeah. Yep. People like what, you know, they get familiar with. Uh, but with how do they know if it's not going to be the next popular icon, you know, iconic? Yeah. Oh, no, no. That's what I'm just, that's what I'm saying. They just. It's like Get Out. That was they don't just totally take, original, right. but that made tons of money. Right. You know, that's. But, but that probably is a script somebody sat on for 15 years. Uh, no. Uh, Jordan Peele, he took him six years to write. Yeah, six oh, okay. years. But, no, but how long do you get it produced? Six years. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> so, I mean, you're right there. They are. I mean, Child's Play. They're redoing a Child's Play, which um, Brad Dorf, I don't think, is going to be in it. No, I'm not saying that there haven't been some good reboots. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, in general, I'm not a fan. Oh, yeah. Oh, I understand. Oh, yeah. There's On the a... principle that I'm a starving wannabe screenwriter. Like, I complain that they shouldn't do more originals, but then I will go see a remake in the theater. Yeah, it seems like, well, the, you know, there's, there used to be a middle class of, not just horror movies, just movies, period. You would, and that was usually, you had your mega blockbusters, your big, you know, tent film, tent pole, tent pole, (laughs) pole tent, tent tent pole, god damn it. You had your big hundred million dollar movies. And then you would have movies that, you know, a budget between 20, 30, 40, like the middle class of mm-hmm. movies. But now uh, that seems to be going away. You just have these giant, like, Avengers type yeah. $100, $200 million movies. And you have more. little one, two, three, you know, ten, million dollar less movies. Less than 10 million. Less than 10. Yeah, like Get Out, that was 4 million. The well, movie ended up grossing with, like, over 300. Things like Netflix. You, those cheaper movies can have a, a have a, a screen now because mm-hmm. you don't want to because one of the thing movie theaters are expensive period yeah so maybe it makes sense seeing that MCU movie in the theaters but like a good drama maybe you don't want to spend that fifteen bucks on a good drama movie maybe just at home watching it on Netflix yeah so mm-hmm. I think Netflix is a good like I said a good screen yeah for all streaming movies I think it's I'm all for it but did you hear um like one of the big anti people that are anti screening uh, is uh, Spiel- Spiel- yeah. Spielberg, and he had a big thing just a couple of weeks ago, talking about how uh, how streaming is going to ruin the the movies and and I I I get what he's saying, but I also disagree with him. They said TV was going to ruin the movies. Yeah. You know? Well, see, the, see, the thing is, you have like. You know, now you have all these streaming avenues, so you don't have Tons. to. You don't have to, you know, like these smaller movies and smaller directors, they have a place to stream. Before you had one venue, and that was the movie theater, and and they reigned supreme, and it was a very limited amount. Even though it was a lot of movies, it's still limited, limited by amount. comparison to what is out there. I think he's just an old man yelling at the clouds. Yeah, absolutely. You're trying to. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what because, it is. like I said before, I just like I love going to movies. It's pricey, but I'm not going to go to the movies all the time for just. A I only drama. go to the movies if it's something I really want to fucking see. Yeah, like, and that's only if, like, here's the deal. I may really want to see a movie, but I'll wait for it on Netflix or or Amazon. Uh huh. If it's not like if like Infinity War, uh-huh. I want right. to see. You know, um. John Wick, I'll go, you know, I'll go see it on the big screen because it matters. Mm-hmm. But if it's like a drama or something that it isn't going to be eye candy, I'll wait for it. Eye candy, yeah. yeah. That makes, because, yeah, those Marvel movies, just pop, pop, explosion, right. pretty colors, pretty colors. 
you know, well, you know, a, a nice drama, let's, I know this is old, but like Forrest Gump, um, you will want to just see on yeah. your TV. You know, you I have a 63 inch t plasma screen. So, you know, That's, pretty yeah. much anything is going to look pretty good. <laughs> the first thing I did when we got that TV, yeah, I dialed up Game of Thrones, the scenes where she rides in on the dragon with the Dothraki fucking horde <laughs> in front of her. I pulled that up. I was like, I got to see. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, I don't. I, I totally. Um, I totally agree. I don't. I don't think there's a lot of there's so many movies I would have never even knew about if yeah. it wasn't for like streaming mm -hmm. or having to do it the old way of just getting online and going through or sites going to and find a blockbuster maybe bumping into it yeah but uh, there's so many new avenues for filmmakers there's even even on my even on our level the the movie I'm working on now will be on Amazon Prime you know as a, like a free movie. And Netflix also, like, uh, I mean, you might have watched it, but I watched a whole season. It's a new season called Love, Death, and Robots. Mm -hmm. I watched a few of those, yeah. And, like, that's just, like, the, the longest episode, 16 minutes, but they're yeah. such great short short little stories. Yeah. And you never would see that on cable And they're TV all or, different. Yeah, they're all unique in their yeah. own little way. I finished a whole season. It's worse. Oh, I've, I haven't watched all of them. I've watched about... Six of them, but I was kind of picking my way. I wasn't watching them sequentially. Oh, I was. I, I was, was just kind of. I was just kind of going, "What's this one about?" Oh, I'll watch that one later. You know, and I was like, "I'll," you know, like the the my favorite one was the yeah. the vacationing robots. The vacation robots. Uh huh. That's the one I was thinking I fucking about. Love that. It was one hilarious. one of the robots like is an Xbox three thousand or four thousand. So, yeah. so he's like a cousin to the original Xbox like three. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and and it's it's him and then a little bitty like utility robot and then this whole like Jetsons looking you know robot it was like a triangle pyramid kind of, kind of yeah robot mm. and they were out on a vacation exploring um the uh, you know a post apocalyptic ruins of the city so and there's skeletons human skeletons, skeletons all everywhere over the place. Oh, wow. and, they, and they're like have what going through the guidebook and you know it's it's really kind of, oh come on take a picture with it take a picture with it <laughs> is this am animated yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah they're all they're all animated various oh, okay. forms of animation okay it's worth checking out if you have netflix yeah it's it, it's good. Oh, but that's uh, what I just remember why I brought that up. But yeah, Netflix can do that. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, Netflix can do that. You don't have to go, like I said, cable or a movie theater for that. And it gives artists artists and writers and directors a platform. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. So Steven Spielberg just yelling at the cloud, I think. Yeah, old man. Just uh, things are changing. Fighting the way things. Yeah, but like, you know, like I just said earlier, they got mad when they, you know, they thought TV was going to ruin movies. They thought. Hell, I remember that. I don't remember. Like I wasn't there, but <laughs> I remember reading how they thought talking and sound in film oh, yeah. was going to ruin film. Was going to ruin film because you know before. Yeah, it was a live. You went there and uh, there was a orchestra pit, and they would play to the music to the movie. Oh, and it was you're going to ruin the you know the movie industry, the movie going experience with this sound on the you know. I didn't think I, I remember reading one two uh, hearing two different things kind of like that where people thought books was going to ruin everything because you didn't have to remember <coughs> stuff you mm -hmm. can just write it down yep. 
And the second one, uh, which isn't too much, but people didn't like cars. They like horses because yeah. they, they could get past blackout drunk, jump on their horse, and the horse would know how to get home. Yeah. Pretty, just, yeah, they do. They And they totally would. Yeah, so <laughs> cool side trivia about the cars back in the day. Mm-hmm. Now, I am a... God, my daughter's being super loud. <laughs> um, I am like a film aficionado. Uh-huh. And I'm also a collector, so I still like having that physical medium. Well, like DVDs and Blu-rays. Yeah, yeah. I do I, too. You know, I got them pepper throughout here, but in my you know base lawn, there's I literally have you know like twenty, twenty-two, twenty-three hundred. He's movies. got a blockbuster video yeah. basically. And of I, but, like, but you know, I still like that. But I all having all that, I still find stuff I would never have access to, you know, because of streaming. So I'm I'm a big proponent of that. Yeah. All right, enough about streaming. Let's get into the topic of the night, which is Friday the 13th. Yeah, I'm a big fan. 1980 versus Friday the 13th, 2009. Now, um, we'll get a quick synopsis, I guess. But, uh, you know, this this is a 40-year-old movie. Yeah. (laughs) Spoilers? Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. This movie was made before I was born. God, when were you born? 84. This one was Jesus. 80. Uh, yeah, 80. This one was made. 84? Yeah, so it was already in tape before I was... I, I watched... Out. I saw this movie on video when I was... Yeah. God, you're a baby. 34. I was in middle school <laughs> when I saw this, and uh, so it was like 85 for me when I saw this on VHS. That was one... Pooping my pants. It's like, hey, I'll see you in uh, see you in yeah. thirty years, kid. Little baby. <laughs> I was in high school and I watched it on Betamax. Betamax. You know, Betamax actually was the more superior um, format. That's why my father bought it because he loved Ralph Nader. But they did they did what uh, they were they they made the same mistake that Toshiba made during the format war. They uh oh. Well, they refused Betamax until the very end. Up until the very end, they refused to do porn. When they have <laughs> porn on on you know tape, and then VHS is like, well, we're not as good as them. We don't hold as much. Our quality, uh, as far as you know, the look, uh, the 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 picture quality uh-huh. was less because I think it's four hundred and. 60 lines of resolution on VHS tape, and I think Betamax was something like 550 or something like that. Big difference. Yeah, but Beta wouldn't do porn. VHS was like, we'll do porn, and that was the end of it. That mm-hmm. killed Beta. Beta, last year, before Betamax completely went out, they started putting porn out, but the, the damage was done. It was yeah. too late. Yeah. People were, and they were really expensive. Yeah, and uh, VHS was cheaper. Oh, I didn't know that. I learned something new today. <laughs> but right. anyway, on to Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Pamela Voorhees. In 1980, you know, I have a funny story. Um, Betsy Palmer, not Betsy Palmer, um, Andrea King, who plays the final girl, Alice, in oh, the original. Okay. Yeah. I was at a horror convention with my uh, pseudo daughter, Britt, and uh, we were. Is he? Is he? Is that bothering you? Mm-mm. Okay. Um, 
and I was just walking around the horror convention, and I stepped on this old lady. I mean, she was real tiny. I wasn't even looking. I was looking at what I just bought, which is a bunch of t-shirts, horror t-shirts. Yeah. And I stepped stepped on her foot, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And she's like, oh, that's okay. And she had, like, a little vest on that the, a lot of the staff there had on. Mm-hmm. And um, she was like... Um, you know, asked me how was it, how you know, am I enjoying the the con? And I was like, oh, it's so cool to have a con here, and just for horror. And yeah, and uh, and you know, she was like, oh, you know, I'm glad you're having fun. And and uh, so, what do you you're gonna buy anything? It's like, oh God, I bought all this stuff, and I'm gonna go over there and get this. And she's like, well, you have a good time. It's like, all right. And I just that was just like I was a nice little lady, you yeah. know. And I'm walking around with Britt, and, and we get up to like some of the booths where all the people are getting autographs and pictures. And she's right under her picture uh, from fr- you know Friday the Thirteenth. It was yeah, it was her. It was Andrea and King. She played you know the final girl. The final girl, the first. Friday and I was like, holy Friday. shit, that was her. I mean, she was you know I I remember what she looked like as you know a, what twenty five year old when she did this movie. Yeah. But now she's like, later. you know, she's like a, kind of an older lady, and and she was wearing a staff vest, and I was like, oh my god, I had this conversation with her, and I think she was like the fact that I didn't recognize her, you know, I didn't. Oh, had a normal. Conversation. I just treated her like anybody that I would have, you know. And she's just, in a classic too. Yeah, so it was kind of cool. I met her without knowing I met her, but okay, on with the. Friday the 13th. Adrian was born and raised in Oyster Bay, Long Island. Oh, this is her. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> that's that's actually her. There, here we go. two different movies. A group of camp counselors are stalked and murdered by an unknown assailant while Bye-bye. trying to reopen a summer camp which years before was the site of a child's drowning. So, if you, I mean... I don't know anybody who doesn't know the story of Friday yeah, the 13th. Yeah, you can at least know a little bit about it. I mean, you could watch the... Like, they explain the story in the new 2009 Friday the 13th, so everybody Teenagers knows going out in the woods and fucking, and then dude in a hockey mask with a machete taking out the douchebaggiest and the whiniest first. Well, not in the first one. That's Pamela Voorhees. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's the very first one... Uh, oh, so let's just break it down. Yeah. So the first one... Uh, yeah, the first one, you know, like I was saying, the the um, the killer the, is the mom. She saw her son drown and nobody helped him because they were too busy doing it. And she went into mad rage. Mm-hmm. And started killing people and poisoning the water to keep it from uh, being used. Yeah, but then finally, like the guy, the shirtless guy in the movie, bought it and spent a bunch of money putting it together. And then on Friday, June, I think the month was June, June thirteenth on a Friday, she went over and started killing all of them. <laughs> yeah, one by one, <laughs> an old lady too. Yeah, so yeah, it's basically in a nutshell. It's like a, a kind of a whodunit, almost like. Um... Yeah, because they always did the point of view of the. Of Pamela Voorhees. Yeah, it's always a yeah, it's always point of view of the killer, and at the very end, you find out that you know it's his mother's the killer, and she's like talking, you know, she's like almost like a split personality. Yeah, she's kill like, him, mommy. Kill yeah, him. kill him. You know. Oh, I will, Jason. Okay, full <laughs> full disclosure. I've never actually seen the movie from beginning to end. 
Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, I've made it through like the first 15 minutes several times, and that's about as long as I've gotten. And I've seen little various pieces of it in non-sequential order, just like, oh, they're screaming and the guy in the hockey mask again. Okay, click, next channel. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not a fan of the slasher horror, even though it, this is like, well, it could happen because this was not supernatural. No, like, no. At least not in that one. It's weird. The first one was not supernatural, but it, it, it did get supernatural at the very end because Jason makes an appearance as a child. Here's the crazy That was part. a dream, though. Was it? Was yeah, because it? the police found her. Like, okay, so he jumps, grabs her, and pulls her under, underwater. Mm-hmm. And then she wakes up in the hospital. And they're like, there was no boy. We found you on the, in the canoe floating around. Oh, that's right. So, But remember was, in the second one, she dies. Who shot JR? She yeah. dies in the second one because Jason goes into the city and kills her? Yeah, because apparently <laughs> the, the the lore is that he was there the night his mother, because he survived drowning, wandered the woods for years, which doesn't make too much sense. Mm-hmm. And then the night he found his mom is like seconds before she gets decapitated by the camp counselor. So he grabs her head, her sweater, and a necklace and keeps the machete... And then grew up, and then, and then the second one kills that camp counselor. Yeah. And then I, I still haven't seen He wears a bag one. on his head yeah. in the second one. Because he's and all deformed. He's, he's special. Yeah, he's just a big lumbering oaf. But in the second one, he gets like... Um, yeah, he kills her, which doesn't make a lot of sense, because he kills her at her apartment in the city. So he would have to track her and everything. So he would have to like... Ride a bus or walk. Yeah. He just sounds more and more absurd the more you talk about it. But then he has a bag in his head. So in the third one, yeah, that was Jason 3D is when he gets the hockey mask. He gets it from that goofball with the afro. He gets it because he was going around pulling pranks on everybody. Now, what's the second one? You know, the second one kind of creeped me. There's one scene that I thought was really good and, like, really, like, true. Like, um, true to form. All right, it's been remember, a long time since I've seen Okay, well, okay, maybe, see if you can remember. He's chasing at the final girl. She's the one that puts on, ends up putting on Jason's mom's sweater. Oh, okay, slowly coming back. I remember Yeah, that. she puts it on so he wasn't kill her, because he was going to kill her. lady, right? Yeah, yeah, he's yes. going to kill her. He chases her. She runs into his, like, his, his little hut, his little shack, yeah, and like- then, um... He sees the she sees the shrine of the head and the sweater, and she takes the sweater, puts it on, and starts talking. And yeah, tells it's him me, to, it's mommy, Jason. Yeah, to, yeah. To put your knife. Down. There's a scene when he's chasing her, and he jumps through the window. He like she's walking, and he jumps like his right through. Full body. Yeah, full body. I mean, that was like a good jump scare because yeah. I was not expecting it. And there's a scene where she walks away, or she hides under the bed. And she's hiding from him, and there's a mouse or a rat that goes right across her face. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then Jason, he's going to walk out the room. He doesn't see her. He thought she left. But then she doesn't scream. She pisses herself. And, and he then, smells it. No, he's walking, and he's just out of the corner of his eyes. Periphery sees, like, you know, coming because it's a hardwood water, floor. Yeah, water dripping by. From, yeah, he sees you know the piss coming out from under the bed, and that's when he flips the the bed oh, over. Jeez, it has been I, a long time since I watched. That I remember one. seeing that like, oh, that's. I remember even as a kid going, oh, that's a good, that's a good reveal. 
It's like he was almost out the door, and then he sees sees her she pissing was herself. So scared to death. Yeah, she was so scared. She just pissed her pants. Jeez. But I did like I do like the original though. Was Pamela? I remember being a young kid watching the big reveal. Yeah, yeah. And they give you a hint because, of course, they show the jeep that she drives everywhere, and then when she they first finally show her, she's coming out that same jeep, like mm-hmm. kidnapped. I forgot that one girl's name, the hitchhiker, who was supposed to be the cook camp counselor. I forgot her name. Oh hell, we might as well go and talk about all of them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um. So yeah, but part uh, three. Three was pretty good. I remember. I don't have a lot to say about three. It's been a while since I've seen it. But you can uh, definitely tell us for a three D screen. Yeah. Three-D oh shot. God! All the blatant three D shots. The spear arrow shot. I had an old VHS that came with two pairs of three D glasses. How'd that work? And it wasn't great. Yeah, it, sound like <laughs> it wasn't great. It's a gimmick. But the final chapter, I like that one. That was kind of when he's fighting the. The girl that no, yeah, that was with uh, Corey Feldman. Is that the one with Corey Feldman when he Which chops one? him up? Final chapter. Oh, where he shaves his head and turns yeah. to be little Jason. Yeah. Corey Feldman was in one of yeah, them. Yeah, he mm-hmm. plays Jason's oh. nemesis, Tommy. Oh my god. When he was a yeah, he was a kid, and he you're ends still, up. Still, you're still not convincing me. I missed anything. Ah, they're they're classics. They're classics. They're yeah, just I classic know. slashers. I mean, they're just kind of fun. A new Beginning is kind of crazy. Ed and I talked about this before. A New Beginning is the one where Tommy goes back as an adult. Oh, yeah. And he wants to, like... It's so stupid. He wants to, like, dig up the body so he could, like... He wants to make sure he's dead. He makes dead. sure he's dead. So he digs him up, and he finds him dead, and he takes, like, a metal pole... Yeah, from a fence. He, from a fence. And he, like, throws it in. I was like, you rotten hell, Jason. And then a lightning hits it. And then he just, style. Yeah, he just gets up and kills him. Yeah, kills his best friend right there. Jason's back now. And he's just it was like, oh, fuck. He went to go check to see if he was dead, and he ends up bringing him back. Yeah. It was funny. It was ridiculous, but they know what they are by that point, you know. That's the first one I saw of all the How do you series. end up in space? Well, uh, that's awesome. Uh, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> uh, you've, it fast-forwards... Yeah, the year is 2455, and Earth is uninhabitable. In fact, they take science students to Earth as, like, field trips to look at stuff. Uh-huh. And one, someone ends up finding the, like, they're doing, like, a dig, and they come across uh, Jason's half-preserved body. Yeah, he's, he's frozen up because the government... Okay. This is going to be crazy. <laughs> What the Saying fuck? it out loud. Yeah, just saying like it out loud, that. trying to explain it. So the government finally captures Jason, and of course they want to do tests on him because he can regenerate. And yeah. of course he escapes. Is this like 1990? Yeah, this is, no, this, this one. This is 2000. This is modern day. Oh. The, the, what he's telling you is in 2001. Oh. Then you jump, jump the head in the same no. movie. Oh. Yeah, so there's. Uh, okay. I love that, like, the, the senator or whoever's in charge. Is played by um, uh, David Cronenberg. Oh yeah, that's right. And they asked him, "Why did you do it?" He's like, oh, "I don't know. My friend was a director, and I was there." <laughs> oh, he asked, I was like, "Yeah, I'll be in a movie." <laughs> and so Jason escapes, gets frozen by the final girl in that scene, yeah. and they both freeze. And then I guess the end of the world and the future go come. Yeah, up fast and- forward a couple hundred years. 
and, and then, Futurama. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. Of Jason so, Voorhees. And they bring him back, and now he gets, he gets actually, you know, he gets out and he gets reanimated, and he ends, ends up like, go on, Titus, go lay down. Yeah, they're on a spaceship flying back to wherever they live or and, another planet. Yeah, they take him with them and they yeah. accidentally reanimate him. And then Oakley, he goes on a killing Oakley. spree. Yeah, but he goes into like a, a thing. He ends up getting enhanced. Remember? Yeah, yeah. So he's even Micro, harder to kill. Microbots or something. Yeah, uh, mic, mic, micro, no, what do they call it? I Is forget. this it's when they went from time. doing cocaine to smoking meth? Uh, Maybe. When the writing... <laughs> What is was it? Microtechnology. What does he call that? Um, it was something. Nano. Nano. Oh, was it nano? Okay. Nanotechnology. I saw that in theaters. I spent money and saw that in theaters. You know, I saw that in the theater too. I also saw um, Jason Goes to Hell in the theater. I saw Freddy versus Jason, which is that oddly like. fun. Yeah, I, I was. Oh. I that was another one. I was like, well, let's go watch this train wreck. And I was like, God damn it! I had fun. I mean, it's ridiculous. Like all of yeah. them are. You gotta have to kind of sign on for kind of like the Fast and Furious movies. You gotta have to sign on. Hey, you're gonna be watching a live you action cartoon. You turn off a couple of common sense switches yeah. in your brain. Don't add a logic. Just enjoy it. And that that one was actually kind of fun. I I worked at the movie theaters for that one. I remember seeing it a few times. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> I liked it. It was good. Yeah, but Jason X, uh, Jason goes to hell. I think it's underrated. A lot of people hate it. I don't like it that much because Jason's hardly in it. Because he... true, but yeah, because he becomes like um, it opens with uh, here's here's a cool thing. Here's a, <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? <laughs> I know. Just shut up. All right, just listen. <laughs> I can feel I can feel the look on your face. <laughs> uh, it opens with like the government's like we're sick of all these murders at. Uh, Happening at Crystal Lake. Remember, it opens up with a girl. Yeah, it opens with a woman like at Crystal Lake. She's taking a shower. She's doing all the normal stuff. Yeah, the setup. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, Jason shows up, tries to kill her. She runs outside, jumps over a rock. Lights come on everywhere. It's a setup. Jason gets like they gun him down. They they shoot him so much. He falls apart. They even hit him with well, like a rocket launcher. The Motars. Uh, yeah. Maltars. Am I saying that right? No. Nah. Where you drop, the, you know, in the war movies, they drop oh, it in. Motor. Uh, Mo- <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. They did. Mortar. Yeah. Thank Mortar. you. They, thank you. They did that and blew him up in pieces. But then Let it went be crazy. Known the girl knows some military stuff. <laughs> yeah, but they take his pieces in the, and uh, the coroner eats sees his, his heart. heart, just eats his heart. He feels compelled to do it and he just bites into the heart and now jason possesses him yeah they they apparently i, I don't know if it's the deleted scene there is in the movie but they hinted that he's a deadite because they had like the necromonicon uh-huh. in his house necronomicon yeah thank you <laughs> and, and his in his house or so they hinted that he might be a deadite yeah well that makes sense because he does a lot of deadite shit yeah he just doesn't talk very much yeah but that movie was kind of crazy so the whole movie you're how uh, Jean Grey's also in it, uh, you know, from start from uh, Buck Rogers. Buck Rogers, yeah. Was it no? Yeah, it was Jean. Aaron Gray. Gray. Aaron Gray. I'm sorry. God damn! I'm out geeking you again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
I don't know. It was like a very a lot of people didn't like it, but I, I, I like kinda number seven it. where she fights a where Jason versus a girl with psychic and telekinesis powers. Oh, Jason lives. Yeah, that's a good one. And apparently, that was originally supposed to be Jason versus Freddy. It was. I think my eye roll was so fast it was painful. <laughs> <laughs> um, the worst one for me, one is just so silly. Jason takes Manhattan. Yeah. It's like, how does he even get? From a lake to a river to an ocean, because yeah, that lake had to be connected. Space. Well, space this was is... easy to explain. He wasn't like he got <laughs> what? A... Well, he wasn't on a spaceship. <laughs> he died, and they took his body up there and reanimated him. But as far sense. as yeah, it makes more sense. Okay, <laughs> okay, but here, okay, after all this Friday the Thirteenth talk, guess who is going to reboot the franchise? Oh God, please. Oh. LeBron James, yeah, well, his film company is going to reboot. Uh, he's <gasps> bought the I hope right. he's friendly. Like, hey, you guys want to do a Freddy Jason movie? Well, he's he said he's has always been a fan of the movies and wants to reboot them. And it's been something that's been trying they've been trying to do. Which brings us, you know, since the last reboot, which it was, was really a culmination of the first four movies. It was produced by Michael Bay, who apparently walked out out of it on Ugh. the screening. He said there was too much sex, and he stormed out of the screening. <laughs> Michael Bay, come yeah, on. Yeah, dramatic. So that brings us to Friday the 13th, 2009, which... I saw this in theaters. Yeah, me too. Uh, it, Ten years ago. I, I'm just going to start... Uh, spoiler alert. I wasn't really a fan. I like it. Really? Yeah. I'm, I, I, I didn't like, like... Okay, I didn't I like that... I it three out of five stars. Oh. Ooh. Really? Can I tell you why I like it? Yes, sir. Please. They didn't go to the paranormal with Jason. No, they didn't. They went like, okay, Jason is not stuck, but he's in this camp for 30 years by the time the kids come. Mm-hmm. And so he set up his whole camp area with traps and little, like he has a tunnel underground and he's got a string with bells on them. So then when he's in this tunnel and a certain string gets hit, a certain bell goes off, he knows where they are in a campsite. That's how he seems to appear to just out of nowhere and disappear. He's a hunter. Yeah, but... So I I get they want to do a more realistic take on it. Yeah. But do you really think he has that kind of time? Yeah. And and manpower? Yeah. To to do that kind of tunnels through that entire camp? The movie starts with him finding his mother's head and machete. Mm-hmm. And when he was like eight, and then it's like thirty years later. So yeah. I think he has time. Yeah, I'm not buying it. I, I just, it. I didn't like it. I didn't like. It. I didn't care for it. And I just thought it was like, I would, I much would rather it stay in the realm of ridiculousness than than try and explain away everything. Because that that was their way of like saying, well, this is how he seems to come out of nowhere and seems to always, even though he's walking, how he always seems to get ahead of everybody. And but then he would still be having to move in quickly. Well, he yeah, but that but that's what that's it. He runs through the tunnel and meets you before you get to the end of wherever you're and going. He but how does he know what direction you're going? He knows that campsite the back of his hand. I bet. Yeah, who you know what? Don't don't ask. Just watch. and he's a hunter, <laughs> so he's got to protect his. Have either his prey. one of you spend any time in the wilderness? Yeah, I go camping all the oh, time. He's, yeah, okay. he's a mountain guy. Look at his face. I like hiking. I thought he was just like a, an ironic hipster. Uh, no, <laughs> ironic hipster. Yeah, people at work call him hipster Ed. We used to call him hipster Ed. 
I do like going out of the woods. He's not a hipster. No, he's not. But he's a hip. But he looks like a hipster, so he's an ironic hipster. <laughs> I've never heard that about me before. You, you had hipster head, hobo head. Yeah, <laughs> I get them all. But I do like going out in the woods. Yeah. I don't know. It, it just. Uh, so you gave it like two stars. One out star. of five. I give it. I give it two. I give it two out of five. Okay, I liked it terrible, but I, 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 I am I am really really glad that I did not lose those hours of my life. I've oh. watched I've watched especially the new one. I've watched a few times. Considering the movies that you made me watch in the past for our film freaks mm-hmm. videos on YouTube, and I'm just like, God damn it, that's an hour and a half of my life <laughs> <laughs> wasted. Yeah, <laughs> I want it back. No, no. He's probably taking a good like fifteen, twenty hours off my life. But it's all creative. It's all creative. And open your mind up. That's I guess. right. I guess. I guess. Now, um, so obviously, I'm thinking we're we're both uh, in agreement with uh, eighty is better. Yeah, eighty is totally better because. It's an, it was an, instead of a mass killer or something like that silent killer. It was an old lady, so there's a twist at the end. It's like, oh, someone's here to help the final girl. Nope. That's another thing. Jason never killed people with bows and arrows, and that was like his first death in the 2009 when that lady gets right in the eye. I like that. Yeah, I mean, it'd be one. Th- yeah, oh, it was a cool kill. I'm just saying. But he. Are we doesn't... talking about the 2009? 2009, 2009 version. Yeah, he shoots a guy in the head of driving the boat. Oh, that's right. That was a lady through. No, the he, eye. that makes sense because there's archery on the campsite, and like he's got all the freedom. All right, you apologist. I've and, heard enough. <laughs> and he's got to feed himself, so he's hunting animals out there. So. Oh. But is he really alive? No. Yes. And this no. One, in the 2009 version, it's not supernatural in any way. No, he's oh. alive. So. He's he's uh, he's just a dude. I'm just plugging in all those holes. <laughs> you have. This is Ed's side fan fiction. <laughs> I like Jason. I know I'm I'm not gonna. Uh, I know how cheesy he is, and he's basically a copy of Michael Myers, and, and especially even the I, uh, the creator admitted to it. Oh yeah. Um, but I still like him. He's got a special place. Well, yeah, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what movie would you guys want to do versus next month? Um, when does that Chucky movie come out? Child's Play? No, oh, oh, no. come on, don't make me. I'll do a review of it then. Uh, yes, you, you could do your own. We'll give I you like one. to do The Fog. No, you know what I'd like to do? What's that? Because I'm really a fan of the, of the, uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, nineteen seventy eight version, yeah, yeah. versus wow. nineteen sixty, or you want to do nineteen seventy eight version versus nineteen ninety version? Is that or, the one Nicole Kidman? No, yeah, that's like, like the, that's like the two thousand five version. There's like five versions. Yeah. Jesus, of there is. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a very popular story. They like to remake. I think I've seen. I've seen every iteration. I saw the one with Sutherland in it back in the seventies. That's yeah, I saw okay. that one. That's, that's and then I saw the oh, yeah. one in black and white. Yeah, it's the 1961. 61. And I don't think I've seen any of the other ones. I haven't either. They don't look that good. Oh, man, there's, they're all good. Are well, they? well, the one... Are they? The, <laughs> <laughs> the one, the one um, for Abel Ferreira's version, the one that takes place on a military compound. 
Uh-huh. That was really good. Oh, not a base, a military base. That sounds base. like it would be like a thing. Movie. Forrest Whitaker and it's and um, actually Billy. Remember <coughs> Billy Cyrus? No, oh. remember Billy from? <laughs> he played. Oh, I forget his name. Remember, his, he they used his real name and he was one of the vampires in Lost Boys. It was okay. Billy, the guy that looked Native American. Oh, I'm gonna. We'll look it up. Google it. Or IMDB. Yeah, IMDB that shit. I am. All right. IMDB in it. IMDB in it. (laughs) His name was Billy... Billy Worth. Yeah, Billy Worth. That wasn't worth it. No. (laughs) That wasn't that good. Uh, (laughs) Bad pun. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Billy Worth and um, Forrest Whitaker in a version of... Invasion of Bias Snatchers. It was a really good one. Okay. The, I really the, like Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. yeah. Me too. He's uh, a strong actor in in every role I've seen him in, even when they put him in a shitty fucking role. Yeah, he is. Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, what else should we try then? If, uh, How about I'm, Carrie? I was just Okay, huh? How oh, about gosh, Carrie? Oh, gosh. about three of those two, but... Is there? Mm-hmm. I only know the original but and the, the original Carrie. and then the remake about what five ten years ago. Yeah, with what's her? There's another girl. one with Chloe Moretz that was like three years ago. I don't know. That's the one I'm thinking of, the Hit Girl one. There's the original. Hold on. Yeah, because there's the original classic. Well, because 70s. I I am less. So now, but very much was during the 80s and 90s, a Stephen King geek. So you probably watch that tons of times. Oh, yeah. And so yeah, I read the book several times. Yeah, the book is crazy because the book is like, um, it's more like uh, articles or article ep- ep- excerpts. And Carrie was so different in the book. She was like a chubby girl in the book mm-hmm. and she was somebody that was so plain and non popular yeah and, and she just she she did way more damage in the book she like and oh, she just fuck yeah. and she just like burned out mm-hmm. she just like used her powers till she just like literally shriveled up and just died it's been like 15 years since i read that book it's a crazy book it's a good one yeah um speaking of books any horror books you guys read Nothing top of my head. I just kind of been trying out the movies. Uh, I read a couple, and uh, they're pretty good. One was let me go pull it up. Endurance by Jack Kilborn. Oh, no, no, not, not Endurance. I'm sorry. The uh, Summer Job by Jack by Adam Cease, and uh, it was kind of a it was a cool book. It was about this woman who took a summer job in this little. Uh, this little um, little town that had like a little um, yeah. What do you call it? City hall? No, <laughs> she, a bed and breakfast. Oh, okay. And uh, she worked at this bed and breakfast in this little town, <laughs> and the guy. Uh, there's a guy she ends up liking, and he ends up being part of this cult. No. Oh. This uh, this cult that runs the part of the town and the other half of uh, another like cult is uh there's like these warring sides it's good so side it's almost like it sounds like a gang two gangs but cults in one town yeah and they're going at it and she's in the middle of it yeah okay 
and it's pretty good and it's like uh they're they're both satanic cults one's <laughs> well one claims to be good but they're both doing the exact same shit uh-huh. and uh it was uh it was pretty good i don't want to give too much away but she uh is about she ends up dating this guy that's in one and she works for the woman that's in the other and she slowly figures out what's going on in this town and uh the end is kind of a it's kind of a crazy ending but it was pretty good it was okay summer job i really liked it summer job summer job um i've been revisiting okay so another author i read a lot when i was a kid was piers anthony and Piers Anthony was a science fiction and fantasy writer, mm-hmm. primarily juvenile, but he did write adult novels, who really wanted to be a horror writer. Yeah. Okay. Now, Stephen King always said he was a horror writer that wanted to be a fantasy writer. That's why you had Eyes of the Dragon, you and, know. And Dark Tower, basically. And Dark Tower. Oh. Okay. So this is early, it's like one of the first books he got published in like the late 70s and it's called um thone it's spelled c what c h t h o n and it, essentially it's a prison planet where you go where the worst of the worst yeah of of all prisoners are just put in these caverns and you have to mine for garnets in order to like get paid get food like, oh, so they make you work, and when you bring garnets, what they want, you get uh, right. Food. And it's kind of all uh, think of uh, um, Star, the new Star Wars, where she's on um, that planet, and she's like bringing in salvage goods for for packets of food. Oh, that's right. Yeah, same okay. kind of concept. Wrote, yeah. Um, so it's that kind of concept, and the main character is put into jail because he is in love with this minionette and a minionette is a bioengineered human that um, basically they're telepathic and they're masochists and it's some kind of weird um, thing where you loving them would actually kill them. Mm-hmm. But if you beat the shit out of them, they're like, oh, thank you. And the more you beat the shit out of them, like, the more aroused they be, you know. Yeah. It's All like right. this BDSM kind of weird. Yeah, really. And it's actually like these minionettes. This planet that they're from is actually like, you know, the the galactic whatever in charge. It's like, sounds like nobody perfect, go there. Sounds right? like a perfect girl for a sociopath. Right, exactly. Now, basically how it works is a minionette will give birth to a, a man, a boy child, when her, her current man is about to, is going to die, and then she'll, you know, like, it's like that whole... Is she psychically knows yeah, predicting and, it? Yeah, okay. yeah, and otherwise she'll only have girls who they have to... And it's just this so complicated thing, side. right? Huh. And this guy's put in jail, and he's just a violent motherfucker. And and there's monsters. There's these natural predator, alien, you know, cavern monsters. Mm-hmm. Of course. And <laughs> as you would have. Yeah. As you would have. And and they're just brutally just. There's a caterpillar that just like takes you. I think it's more of a centipede, but it's called a caterpillar. Yeah. It just basically. Um, 
human centipedes you by like just stuffing you on the on the end of it and growing oh. it growing you as a segment and you just walk along with it oh it's kind of like uh ever seen that movie um the void Mm-mm. oh my god no, the void what's the name of the book oh shit it's called phone okay how do you spell it again c-h-t-h-o-n Okay. But it's pronounced Thone, which Thone. is like a Greek concept of a cavernous hell-like environment. Okay. And so, basically, Aton 5, so there's a lot of flashbacks of telling you how he got to the prison. And they stage a, like, escape, which basically most of the monsters sneak up and kill pretty much everybody. And in the process of escaping... He realizes that the planet that they're on itself is a sentient entity and and kind of event horizon ish. Okay. And crazy. it's what's been controlling all of the creatures that have come out and decapitated and, you know, eaten people or Ugh. just absorbed them. Okay. And it's 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 really funny because I remember reading this first when I was about thirteen. And thinking it was just wow this is amazingly strange science fiction horror and now i'm reading it and i'm like the writing's really kind of cheesy <laughs> and he's dancing around sexual con you know obviously there's a lot of bdsm in it that i didn't fucking get when i was 13 but now you, you do know? but now i do and i'm like you know the way he's writing that he's kind of a dick um but this could have been worded better and been more interesting and so it's it's like not well written, weird, old school science fiction style. Have you ever read any of the like seventies sci fi novels? Not really. Oh, so it's kind of a rough read sometimes. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of that's what this is. Okay. It and and it's like I re I was revisiting it, and then there's a sequel that I just started reading, that that is his son, and and it's just <laughs> so much happens, and they bounce around, and I'm just like. It's not what I would call a good read. I'm reading it for nostalgia's sake. Yeah. He had another series called Bio of a Space Tyrant that I reread in my late 20s and went, oh my God, this is trash. <laughs> you know, but when I was 15, it was cool. <laughs> well, one other book I was reading is Endurance, and it's um, also by Jack Kilborn. And. Uh, it's this mom, her mother, woman, her mother, and her daughter. They're all long-distance runners or triathletes. Mm -hmm. And the the mother, uh, the daughter, I mean, she was going to be the youngest woman to be in this triathlon oh. that's held in this small town that they have every year, or the they have, uh, they have every year, <laughs> and uh, it's always super booked. And so there's like a neighboring little town like 10 miles away that has a little bed and breakfast. And um, there's another woman that has uh, lost one of her legs and she was like this big triathlete and was on the cover of Sports Illustrated and all that kind of stuff. But now she's lost her leg. She's getting back into it with her prosthetic, you know, so it's one of those yeah, blades. And uh, so she's like this elite athlete also. And they and she ends up going and there's to this to this you know this this race, and it's because there is um, 
it's all booked. She has to go to this 10 miles outside of this neighboring oh. little bed and breakfast also. So these all these women are at this bed and breakfast. And the year before, well, you find out in this town, missing people uh, over the last 60 years, something like over 300 missing persons in this town. And almost all of them are outsiders. And so they, they go to this bed and breakfast, and it turns out it's not what it seems. There's a lot of trap doors. I'm not spoiling anything. It's just a lot. Yeah. I'm just telling you, there's a lot of trap doors. There's a lot of mutated people. It has a very... Remember that X-Files episode, Home? Yeah. It's very with much like... the family, like, they kept Mama under the bed? Yeah. And they're We're all... We're going to keep it with our own. It's, a, yeah. it's, that, it's that kind of energy. Yeah. It's a really. It was a really good book. I was. I was it turned out a lot better than I thought it was. Okay. Jack Kilborn, no, it's kind of. I read a lot of his stuff, but sometimes it's hit or miss. But this was definitely a direct hit. Pretty okay. Good. Awesome. So endurance, Jack Kilborn. Um, I guess we can talk later about what movie we're gonna do next month. We kind of did Friday Thirteenth, but I want to make sure we have. Uh, something. Yeah. Something, <laughs> something. Yeah, that we all can watch. And we can all contribute to the conversation. So this is uh, Pockets of the Dance. We'll see you next month. See you, folks. Bye, everybody. Shoots.